What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 213. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened. We're back. After a little week off for the holidays, for Thanksgiving, we are thankful to be back. Uh, when I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm good. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man they call Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I just call him my cuz. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How you guys doing? Well, we should be all rested. I mean, you know, y'all y'all insisted on a day off for Thanksgiving. I don't, know, I don't know why, but I mean, okay, you got it. And so we're back and everybody should be should be uh, nice and uh, I mean, that's kind of the I way I thought we voted on this. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if it's three to one, I mean, I guess y'all insisting. It's a damn national holiday. We deserve a day off. What are you talking about? Our, you know, our fans, our fans, what do you think our fans were doing on Thanksgiving? They they went, they were going to play the Eating podcast turkey. and like, yeah, I know, but while they listen to the podcast. All right, but you well, denied them that, so it's all right. Wait, 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 wait. You could have did it by yourself. But well, it's, it's, you are a comedian. Well, first of all, that's true. The minute, the minute. Supervision offered a day off. You know he didn't want to work because he don't never <laughs> offer a goddamn day off. Hey, you guys want to take this week off? You saw my, I, I clutched my dress like I was Fred Stamp. <laughs> really? Really, Master? Master, we ain't going to wait to work, boss? You know, I'm like, so I know he didn't want to work. That's why we was off. This ain't got nothing to do with the three of us. He probably had to stuff a turkey and he was told what he needed to do. So we couldn't get the day. So he got the day off. So that was on the humble there. We need to thank his better half. Thanks, sis. Appreciate you. <laughs> no, that's not the case. But uh, you know, I mean, we did we did get the day off. We did vote. You know, we took a vote, and uh, y'all treated me like David Ruffin. Voted me out the group. I was like, All right, okay. <laughs> standing outside talking about you can't do me like this. You know, I mean, that's how it was. <laughs> Oh, you had no problem walking back to that rose. (laughs) Over breakfast, too. That was was the thing, too. I mean, get a feel of me. Feeling good. I'm fed. I'm like, oh, we we should give a shout out to that restaurant, by the way. Um, uh, No, no. uh, Hey, 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 fellas, hold on. Hold on for a second, man. You guys didn't get it the way I got it when I got home. Remember, I took some stuff home. Oh, my God. When that seasoning set in, I was, I mean, stuff is dripping off my face. I thought about y'all, man. I said, damn, <laughs> I know they probably wish they took some stuff home, man. But, man, it was incredible, man. And I know your son took some home. How did he enjoy his? He t- I don't think I don't think he swallowed. I don't think he chewed. Uh, you ever <laughs> seen when, when they feed the crocodiles at the no, zoo? Definitely. That was a, that that's was what, what it looked like to me. I was like, wow, he just swallowed, <laughs> swallowed it whole, bones and all. So wow, what's the name of the spot, King? Uh, cornbread. Oh. Cornbread and and well, there's there's I think there's three locations and and uh, I guess they they're trying to franchise. Oh, and I two. Hope they do because it's, it's one in Jersey and then there's one in right, Brooklyn uh, on uh, Bedford and uh, Eastern Parkway. Yeah, Eastern Parkway. We it is. 
Yeah, we went to the Brooklyn one. I know. Yeah, it, I, I think the Jersey one is like in Newark. Maybe am I am I right with that? Yes, or? yes, in Newark. Yeah, that one. No, I ain't going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we went to a place. We had breakfast. I mean, we go we go out once a month uh, and we have uh, breakfast or dinner somewhere. And this time, uh, Keith recommended this place called. And I, you know, I, I I we never do this. We never. You know, shout somebody out. You know, without especially without uh, a return or or, or, or <laughs> possibility of sponsorship. Uh, but I, you know, I'm just gonna give them their props. I mean, it, 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 yeah. it If you if you like Southern cooking, you know, certain you know Southern cooking. Um, this place is named Cornbread. You should definitely check it out. Mm. It's in Brooklyn, on Eastern Parkway and Bedford Avenue, right there in the corner. Uh, you can't miss it. Mm. Uh, food is outstanding, as as uh, as as Derek said. You know, he he ate a meal. He took half the meal home. My son yeah. ordered food to bring home, and I swear I did not see him chew. I did not see him chew. <laughs> not one. Hey, Derek, and he went in the room and covered. He locked his door. <laughs> locked his door, man. Hey, no bones in the hit. garbage. Hey, hey, Ed, he went here. <laughs> I want cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, I, I know, man. It's, it's it's very rare that I go somewhere where I, you know where I, I was leaving, and I felt like I needed to order another meal to go, uh, to, to, just to bring mm-hmm. home. And I was like, man, I just ate them, and, and, and it was large portion. I felt stupid, but yeah. I was like, yeah, it was really, really good. So, uh, yeah, that was our pre-Thanksgiving. A meal, and uh, we had our Thanksgiving meal. Uh, I was asking Keith off the air if you had uh, had your lobster macaroni because I was thinking about that lobster macaroni and cheese. That, you know, Keith's Keith's better half makes him outstanding meals, and that was one of them. I was like, "Wow, okay, did you did you, you didn't get it this 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 year?" No, didn't get it this year. This year we had a uh, cheddar macaroni and cheese, and that okay. was very well. Good. No, it's still good. Yeah, no, I mean. Mm-hmm. Lobster is expensive now, you know. Inflation. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you, could get, you, could get, you could get a sharp cheddar cheese anywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> Inflation is hitting everybody. God damn, man. Shoot, man. Yeah, no, you time. Yeah. Like Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, he used to handle those big old stacks. You know? uh, so, yeah. <laughs> But I guess things have changed, um, man. Um, there is some 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 funky news, some bad news, and um, it happened this weekend. And, and sometimes, I guess, as as you get older, you know, you start to watch people that you've watched uh, or admired uh, pass away. You know, sometimes they're your contemporaries. Sometimes they're just people you grew up admiring. Um, and this past weekend, uh, Irene Cara. Uh, noted for for uh, the song Fame, actually noted for for the series and the movie Fame, the song Fame, and I believe she did the uh, she sang the theme song for um, Flashdance as well. I mean, both Oscar nominated songs. Uh, tremendous talent. Uh, she was a star of this movie Sparkle. Um, mm-hmm. Outstanding talent, and uh, she passed away at, at, at sixty three, which is which is a young age for anybody to go. And I got to tell you, uh, I used to have the biggest crush, biggest crush on some Irene Cara. <laughs> she was in a movie called Aaron Loves Angela. And I was like, man, that's the one I want to marry. 
I I was I was yeah, infatuated wow. with Irene Cara, and then she went to the you know the show. She did movie fame, uh, and then the TV series. And as I said, she you know she she did the uh, uh, those. She was an outstanding, just like multi talented, multi faceted individual. And I just want to say, rest in power to uh, the one and only Irene Cara. I'm the only one that liked her. Well, no, I was getting ready to say something, but we didn't want the crosstalk. You know, you've been, you know, you've been on our ass the last three weeks about crosstalk, so we just kind of give each other a break, man. You know, but I, I, I remember her, and I loved her from Sparkle, and uh, she has a scene when she's with uh, Mike. Was it Michael Philip Thomas? And they're on the roof, and Michael kisses her, right. and she says, "Oh, I gotta stop because something that feels this good has gotta be wrong." And uh, <laughs> when I when she said that, I said, "Yeah, baby, you're right." And I just fell in love with her, man. Sticks. He was Sticks in the movie. That's what his Sticks, name is. Sticks, right? Yeah. And she was just gorgeous, classy, never in no drama. And when I saw, I didn't realize. I, you know, we now remember she's sixty three. We ain't that far behind, man. And when I look right, at her age, right, right. I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, show. I could, I could have seen me with her. I could have said something to her back in the day if I'd have caught her at the spot, because I didn't realize we were that close in age. But she was just gorgeous. I loved her, and what was it, a fame and that flash there? Oh man, she was incredible. But she won me over at Sparkle singing. I was like, damn, she fine, man. What a brother like me got to do to get with a girl like her, man. <laughs> I guess it just wasn't meant. I guess that was just like you know, Keith and Juanita. That shit just was gonna happen. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Really, Derek? Well, I had to tell him. Yeah, she no, had a, uh, uh, okay, okay, Mark. Now I'm saying, uh, just, just a, a Google correction. She did the movie. She didn't do the, the series. It was somebody else did the, uh, did the series. Um, but she she was the you know, the voice of the movie and the Flash Dance. I remember Sparkle, but I didn't watch Sparkle. I kind of know it, but I don't have a because I'm not as old as you guys. I don't have. Quite a recollection of Sparkle, but I do have a recollection <laughs> recollection of fame and how how she was she was sort of that that uh I guess that's famous seventies yeah famous clearly seventies seventies yeah. uh you know teen uh, beat type, it was uh, like it was like I think rock. I think that like nineteen eighty was was uh, oh it was eighty okay I think it was yeah, the eighties yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you you're absolutely right because the series and, started and up in eighty two so the figure series came mm-hmm. know, you know, I'm not right. sure now well for, yeah, for uh, she was good Angie the, the Angie one or the Fame series. The the, the fame, the fame movie? series, fame, fame the movie series yeah, was in the eighties. The movie came out in the movie came out in eighty. The series came out in eighty two. Right. So yeah, now it's uh in fact uh, in fact our father uh worked at the high school junior high school the kid that played you, Leroy. You want to tell the story? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not gonna tell the whole story. I'm just story. saying he. Oh. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna say that he, you know, was like hey, you hey, know, hey, wait, wait. the audience wants to know. The separation. audience wants to know. The audience. I don't to know, know if you could tell that story. You put that, it out uh, there already. Tell that story. You already put it out there. No, I I just said he worked there. That's all I said. I, you know, I just just you know, let let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> he worked <laughs> so where? Where, it, I mean, where did he work? At uh, junior high school, twenty two in the Bronx. And what? Why is why did why did that come up? Is that the school she went to? No, 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 no. no. She didn't uh, go there. Jean, Jean Anthony Ray, who played uh, Leroy. Leroy, was um, he went to that school. I'm not. Was it a performance school, Anthony? I don't remember. Or was it just like a regular no, junior just, high it was school? Just no. a regular, regular junior, junior high school right, well, in the Bronx, okay. the South Bronx, in the in the in the seventies. 
So that tells in you. Okay. In the 70s, my father and a friend of ours, friend of the family, like a, an uncle to us, worked at the school. Gene Anthony, Gene Anthony Ray went to that school, mm-hmm. um, had some issues with uh, our father's friend, and our <laughs> father's friend had stepped to him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we talked about it before, like the, the old disciplinary ways of, of New York City public high schools before they got soft. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying your father, they call. My, my uncle's friend stepped to Leroy. Pretty much. Yeah, let's, uh, let's leave it there. Leroy the, Leroy the dancer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, leave okay. it there. Ooh. Yeah. That was yeah. a tough battle. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, no, just listen. Uh, I never forget. Uh, I, I know what you're implying. I know what you're implying. Uh, I, now, this story I can share. Uh, as a kid, uh, when I was going to junior high school, 166 in, in Brooklyn, right down the street from uh, Starrett, uh, right on uh, Van Sicklin and 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 um, Linden Boulevard. Gershwin, Gershwin, yeah, oh, yeah, Gershwin, Gershwin, yeah. Um, there used to be these guys. Uh, I guess they they would be considered maybe transgender now. Um, I, I'm not sure, but they were pretty flamboyant, you know, in the day. And they used to all get on the the bus like a stop after we got on, and the, all the kids got on. Um, and you know, they'd be wearing the you know like the the sandals, like you know buffalo sandals and and tight satin pants and. You know, halter top <laughs> tied around the waist and and overly made up. Right. You know, and back then, you know, kids are gonna be kids, especially junior high school kids. And I had a friend who was always cracking jokes about her. You know, Ron. Remember Ron? Uh, Mark. So oh, the same Ron who had a major crush on his sister. Yes. That Ron. That. Ron. Oh, okay. So he was cracking <laughs> jokes. And we were standing there and, you know, and, you know, this is back in the day when everybody thought, oh, you know, whatever, you can just say whatever. Well, uh, one of these individuals walked up to him and said to him, point blank, which taught me that it was a life lesson I learned. He said, if you don't want to get slapped, you best be sweet. (laughs) And it dawned on me on my on my 13 year old brain, 12, 13 year old brain. I said, you know what? I don't care how this person is dressed, it's still a man under there. There you go. Exactly. 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 So maybe, <laughs> maybe you need to tread carefully. Now, fast forward for me years later, I'm at a I'm doing a comedy show at some bar in Long Island, and I'm being harassed by a very similar type. Uh overly made up, overly dressed, hot pants wearing halter top wearing uh gay man who is just giving me the like the whole time from the time before I even as they introducing me he's yelling out and yelling sh- shit at me Damn. and so at the end of the show I go I want to get paid I want to get out of there because it was just like a miserable night and I go up and he's standing there he's near where I'm trying to talk to the bartender to get my money and he's like can we buy you a drink you know we really enjoyed you and I was like nah I don't want you effing drink man you guys you know ruin my effing show um and and I I don't no I I'll, I'll be damned you gonna buy me nothing I'm out of I'm, I'm out of here and then they got uh uh they got lippy the two of them got lippy and I said well shoot I you know and thinking about this this incident on the bus in my youth I'm like well shit y'all man we can go outside and square this away 
At which point, one of the individuals said, well, I don't think you want to do that because my man used to be the uh, hand-to-hand combat instructor for the Green Berets down in Fort Bragg. But if you want to go outside, now he's sitting on this man's lap. He's sitting on the man's lap. The man who was the combat instructor, hand-to-hand combat instructor for the Green Berets at Fort Bragg, which taught me lesson number two. Don't assume nothing about nobody. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So to, to your point about old Leroy, Gene Anthony Ray, don't assume nothing about nobody. Because to be a dancer like that, you got to you got to have strength. Those guys are very strong. They're way stronger than you imagine because they train those muscles mm-hmm. uh, since they, you know, for, for, for years to get to be that, that good. So I'm just saying, I mean, mm-hmm. you want to you want to make them little jokes. You make them jokes. I'm just trying to tell you. You'll be surprised. All, all I said, all I said, no, all I said and, and was, okay, man, that was a tough, you know, that was a tough decision for him to make. That's all. I didn't say nothing bad. That was all. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, for, there was an implication there. For, for, for a middle-aged man, you know, yeah, I'd have stepped there to him. There was sure. definitely an implication in there, but yeah. <laughs> That's all it was. That's all, all I'm saying. So, like, as I said before, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Irene Cara. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're about 10 days out from the most ridiculous election in the history of elections. Um, <laughs> one, Herschel Walker versus Raphael Warnock. That we're even discussing it, that it's even a thing to me is still amazing, but it's still uh, neck and neck apparently. I think there was some some recent poll that said two points, but it's within the margin of error. So essentially it's tied. It's tied. Herschel Walker... Herschel Walker is tied with Raphael Warnock. I, you know, I hear myself saying the words. I see them coming out of my mouth, but I can't believe what I'm saying. No, you're Anthony, saying it. You're saying it. If 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 the margin of error or if the margin is closest, what triggered the runoff happens again? Is there another runoff? Is this the final final? No, it's the final final. So yeah, I mean, okay. you know, I think whoever gets by the one. most, right? Okay, or lose by one. Could you imagine? Yeah, that person that stayed. Yeah, I can said, because I, we've seen I, a lot of things. So yeah, I can. You would think that something that you're saying is farcical and comical, but we've seen crazier. I mean, we we not and not like we've seen crazy. Not like we read it in the history book or our parents told us a story. We saw it within the yeah. last five years. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, six years. And yeah. we're seeing it every day. So you would think this is farcical and it is so absurd, but it's not. I mean, no, this is, this is a country that. The fact that he got the runoff is crazy enough. The, the fact right. that this man is even. The fact that he he's even was the nominee. Forget the fact that he ran. The right. Running was, a, was, you should be the initial joke. Because when you usually have these primaries, all kinds of crazy characters. Remember in New York, I guess, uh, right. I guess eight, uh, whatever years ago, we had uh, a rent too high guy, and all these guys yeah. running for mayor. So we get these wire characters. Damn high. Yeah. But the fact that he survived that gauntlet of the Republican nominees to become the the Republican nominee for the Senate of uh, the senator from Georgia is bad enough, and then to be this close is just crazy bad. I mean, it's just it's, it's a sad state of affairs. Well, again, to to you, you make a great point. It's a sad state of affairs, but when you think about it, we had a game show host as mm-hmm. president of the United States for four years. Um, 
you have that going on, and now you got this situation going. You had Kanye West hanging out with a neo-Nazi with the ex-president at Mar-a-Lago this past week. So, yeah, the the world is upside down and and ass backwards. Uh, But, yeah, this this is where it is. So I just want to remind people again, don't let this happen. Don't you be the one. If if it's $2, if it's $5, if it's $20, whatever it is, find Raphael Warnock's website and send him that two, five, twenty, hundred, whatever you got to send. Send it. Make sure you send. If you got relatives down in Georgia, call them up. Don't call them up on on Wednesday after the election. Call them up Tuesday morning. Make sure they go on to vote because this thing is ridiculous. It's serious and it's ridiculous. And and I will not be a happy camper uh, Wednesday morning if I find out that Raphael Warnock lost to goddamn Hershey like Walker. I, I can't even understand why it's this close. You know, you hear you hear the, you hear Hershey speak. You hear the things he talks about, and it's like all that other stuff that he has done doesn't matter mm-hmm. to people no more. No matter what you do, you can still be somebody in this country. Basically, this is what this is what it's telling you. You could do anything and still be a, a representative in, in the United States Senate or any place else, or mayor or governor. It doesn't matter what you do. If they allow him yeah. to win, if they allow him to win, they might as well go and vote for Cochise and Preacher out of Cooley High. If you remember in that, remember in that movie, okay, and I'm gonna help you guys see the connection. Remember doing the the um the debate, Hershey Walker pulls out the fake bag in Cooley High. Remember they go to rob the prostitutes? What do they do? Right. Coaches and preacher pull out the fake badge. So if you can allow this guy to get away with that, you might as well take Coaches and preacher. At least they can articulate and we can kind of understand what they're saying. But if they allow this guy, and Mark says it so eloquently, when you always state, Mark, I think you said like Democrats fall in love and Republicans fall in line. Is that accurate? That's the, that's the quote, yeah. That's it. And this is where they are right now. And this is the only reason that this guy's in the game. And for it to be this close, I don't know if Raphael going to pull it out, man. I, I just think they're going to do something. I, I don't want to put that negative energy out there, but I think he needed to get it done, you know, like the Knicks need to get it done before overtime. He, he needs to get this one done a little bit earlier, man. Well, the, I, I, the, I'm hoping for the scary thing is well, two things. We know why he's in there. He's the ultimate Trojan horse. I mean, Trump was a Trojan horse. He got got in, and he was they were allowed to um, push judges. If everybody's talking about Supreme Court judges, which is obviously a big deal because that's lifetime appointments. But all these county judges and these district judges, those they flooded the court system with that too. So he's a Trojan horse for that. But what makes this, uh, I guess, election really important from if you're a Democrat side, right now they have control of the Senate. Simple control, but to get this seat makes it easier because then you reduce the impact that that asshole uh, mansion has in in West Virginia because he holds up a lot cin- of bills or cinema, yeah, or cinema, or, 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 yeah, Christine cinema, yeah. So if you can get this one, then you don't need to rely on them as much to kind of fall in line or fall in love because they are the ones that kind of always put the the monkey wrench. So you would think, okay, fine, we we're trying to do Bill X. Well, if you're Republicans, you always know that everybody's just going to do it. The Democrats, you got to go and always kowtow to West freaking Virginia. And Cinema's, where is she from? Arizona. Where state she's from? Arizona. Arizona. 
I was. So you have to count out to these. Two, yeah, you have to count out to these two um, senators in your party to make sure that you try to get your policies passed. So if you get this seat, you don't have to bend over as much to these guys. In particular, man, I mean, both are a pain in the butt. But Manchin really just bugs me because it's West Virginia. We have fans of West Virginia. Sorry, you know, brush your tooth and we'll worry about you later on. <laughs> I guess that, state, that state has nothing to offer and yet they can literally hold up a whole country with nothing to bring to the table. And that kind of bothers me. Yeah, no, I mean, you make a good point about uh, not only Joe Manchin, but the fact that uh, in West Virginia, uh, calling it a uh, toothbrush is accurate. Anywhere else it would be a teeth brush, but in West Virginia, <laughs> yeah, right. it's a toothbrush because <laughs> all you need is one. Um, yeah, it, 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 it is sad. I, th- I think the the you know rather than getting the agenda passed, more importantly, um, it will allow Biden to appoint judges because they can't be held up because of nonsense or filibusters or whatever. Simple simple majorities will appoint the judges, and you know the Senate is is where that's going to happen. The, the Republicans control the House as it stands. And so um, in order for, you know, and any purse string type legislation that comes out of there is going to be from the House. But in terms of, of, of judicial appointments, uh, you need the Senate. And that's where it's important. And and just forget all the minutia of the way government works. For America's soul, for the soul of America, you cannot have that cat representing you. When you think about all of the people that could possibly represent you, Georgia, I'm looking right at you. I'm talking to you, Georgia. If you think about all, if you think that Herschel Walker is the person you want to point to as your representative, you got bigger problems. I think y'all should secede from the union again. And this time, we won't fight to bring you back because that shit is just retarded. I know you're not supposed to say retarded anymore, but God damn it, it's retarded. So, listen, this cat is talking about werewolves and vampires. I saw it. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Then he was talking about his his son and all. I'm like, and they really want this guy to be a representative of them? Mm -hmm. He want, yeah, he said he he wanted. He, came, he said he wanted to be, he, he he thought vampires were cool, and then he heard that werewolves can kill vampires, then he wanted to be a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, this, is in, this is in front of other people. This is not in your house. This is in front of people <laughs> on a stage that you're talking to to try to get their votes. He said that out loud. Oh, God. I don't think I'd say that in private. I, I, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Ed. I hear you loud and clear, but this is what the people want. Stuff like this, which I guess must excite them because it's just know. crazy it's as what you call it. This is ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> he down in Georgia, he better vote too. Shit. So, yeah, I mean, he's not alone. The Republican Party is truly going off the rails. I think we were talking about, Mark mentioned uh, Arizona, and uh, we were talking about it off the air. Uh, Carrie Lake, who lost uh, her bid for governor of Arizona, will not concede. This This is the game plan from here on out. When we win, it's legitimate. When we lose, right. it's the fix. <laughs> Notice how nobody that won, no nobody that won is saying, "Oh yeah, this 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 election is screwed up and and, and there's a problem," right. but everybody that lost is claiming there's a problem. So you have people that won in her state 
Republicans that won in her state, they didn't cheat for them. They just cheated for her. So she's refusing to 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 concede the election. And now you have elected officials who are refusing to certify the election, creating all kinds of drama and all kinds of problems. And Trump set this in motion. And I think that this is a dry run. And I think people need to be aware that this is not just her acting a fool. This is a dry run. She was just down at Mar-a-Lago, I think, a couple of weeks ago for some event or some dinner they had and Trump or some rally. And Trump was talking about what she's going through, pretending like, oh, he's he suffered the same thing, even though he knew full well he did not win the election. Everybody knew that he didn't win it, including him. Uh, but now he's he's backing her uh, less big lie in Arizona. And as I said, this is a dry run. This is the this is the plan. They're going to try to run this bloat this bad boy up in two more years uh, and and people are going to be like, well, you know, it, it was all a fix and I'm not conceding. Um, so this is the problem. So with them with them doing this and so now they have to go through the courts to actually get certified? No, it's just semantics. There's nothing they can say, you don't have to concede an election. I mean, that's that's just common decency that people can see. Listen, hey, I, I realize I'm not going to win or there's no um, mathematical way for I can win, so I can see. That's just sort of a courtesy you do, almost like shaking hands after a game. Hey, you know, game's over. Like you know, right. game's over. You just kind of walk the walk up the court or whatever. And say, listen, it's over. We lost. That's what gentlemen and gentle women do, and and that's what grownups do. They can see when they realize another. This is just sort of semantics. So they're going to go and challenge, 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 lose, 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 and then they can always say, I never lost. I just you know. It's, it's I never lost, and that's that's their own little weird thing that they can hang their hat on. Sort of like the uh, the guy who, who who said I didn't tap out. Well, you didn't tap out because you were knocked out. You didn't have to tap out. You know, you, you, you lost. It's, it's just so what you, they they can't do anything that that will stop this uh, lady from becoming the governor uh, Hobbs, becoming from becoming the governor of uh, Arizona. Right, Katie sort Hobbs. of what they do. You know, so what you're saying is crazy. You know. Go ahead. Thank you. No, no, I was going to say okay, what, what Mark is pretty much saying is that uh, is that uh, Carrie Lake is the Detroit Pistons and Katie Hobbs is the Chicago Bulls, is what you're saying. Very much. <laughs> they just go, know, she's just going you know, to walk up the court and not acknowledge nothing. Not acknowledge. Yeah, they ain't going to shake their hands. You know. <laughs> but, you know, in this day and time, the, the example that they set forth for I say kids growing up in, in, in this time that, you know, it's all right to not say that you lost. You just fight it to the end where you can say, I never took an L. The same thing with the orange guy. He did the same thing when Biden won. He wouldn't concede. You know, in his mind, I won. And that's a lie he's been telling. And then, you know, these people just following and believing this is how you do things. But if you are a grown ass man or woman, and you have some type of respect for yourself, and you lose, I lost, was a good race, thank you. But they don't want to do that no more. Keith, don't don't bring up the kids in this, because that's that example has been, as my boys went through youth, soccer, and basketball, in particular soccer was probably the worst. Well, basketball was pretty bad. They didn't even do that back then, where you would have a kid know what a loss felt like, because they would have these, these quote-unquote mercy rules. So if you could be up by, like I always <laughs> said, I'd rather you blow me out than, than pity me. I'd rather lose 100 to 1 than right. lose 100 to 90. Meanwhile, 89 of those points 
you were literally letting me walk to the basket and put in or, or the goal. So, and then you'd have these parents, like, oh, you know, that's not F that, man. Just blow, don't pity me. Blow me out, blow my doors off. Okay, fine. I, yeah, that's fine. I, at least I know I, I wasn't good enough versus having this deal where I remember my, some of my teams, my, my boys were on, and I was actually coaching. Like in case of soccer, you the net, you know, we would be up by a lot, and you'd have to have kids literally kick the ball out of bounds on a wide open net or just, you know, pass it around. Like I mean, one time, I think there was one game playing uh Preston's team uh, for who's basketball. They were up by so much that the coach, listen, just, it, just everybody should be left with the left, with your off hand. So it was crazy. So you got wow. these, you know, pity rules and these participation trophies. And this generation, it happened in my generation because the generation that I grew up in, you just blew me out. We just got, we just got doors, brother, like, mm-hmm. damn, that was bad. And then some way, this generation, my age group, thought that was bad for the kids and they felt horrible and that it's not right. And they came with these participation trophies and these mercy rules and all that crap. And it's like, that is not the way life is. I mean, that's just not how things happen. Sometimes you don't get the job. Sometimes you come in and you get your ass handed to you by your boss. He doesn't say, well, you know, let's, you know, I know you, he don't care. Do the job. You know, you, you this, this mercy <laughs> rule participation trophy society that, that's been created by my age group is ridiculous because the age group of our parents didn't happen. You just got your ass kicked. You just, you know, you just, just didn't get the work done. There was no like pass it around 40 times before you take a layup. Meanwhile, it was none of that. I mean, but I, we watched many a game like, this is ridiculous. And the kids are looking inside like, uh, I got to pass it again. Yeah, you got to pass it again. No. I can't get it. Yeah. It's like, all right. Listen, I, I, I played softball. And um, when I was on the other team, you know, and we was getting <laughs> beat like 30, 30 to two or something like that. Ain't no mercy rule. You took the ass whipping, and you and, and at the end of the game, at the end of the game, we shook hands and said, "We'll see y'all next time." Exactly. I remember. I remember a game. Uh, uh, I think my father was coaching, or he was he he went to go watch some. I guess it was like one of these holiday high school tournaments, and I forget the, the coach's name. Haskins, I think maybe Ray Haskins. Is it Ray Haskins? Ray oh, Haskins. Haskins. That's from Hamilton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. So they're up by like a million points. And rather than call timeout and empty the bench, Ray said, hey, man, hey, guys, keep shooting. Just don't get hurt. So that's, that's really – that's the mentality that's, that Mark is talking about. Yeah, it used to be, okay, we're going to beat you 199 to 1. Stop us. You know what we're trying to do. Stop us. Exactly. If not, y'all shouldn't be here. And, and right. yeah, it is it – is, you know, uh, it is humiliating for a kid to lose a game. I, I now I, I will say I'll take the other side of that. Uh, I used to referee games out there. Just you know, remember your baseball games. I used to be out there umpiring them, them bad boys, and I loved that mercy rule. I was like, oh, good, get on out of here, get this money, and get on out of here. You know, uh, <laughs> ten runs. If it, if it was close, I don't care. I, I started changing up the strike zone if, if it was close, and I wanted to get home. And I was a kid. I was like, yo, all right, you know, that's a strike. What? It sounded like a strike. Come on, let's go. Uh, get them on, you know. Get them on out of there, man. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. It is. I think it's more humiliating for for a team to stop playing and stop playing you, and just like you said, they're pitying you. Uh, you know, it's like it's like that old what's that old Mortal Kombat game. Finish them. That's 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 what I believe. Yeah, yeah. Finish them. Yeah, so do I. So do, right, well, and so do my boys. They they hate that. They were like, "This is ridiculous." You know, and this this is crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for the parents to sit there and watch because you know you gotta wait and you gotta you know watch watch your kids get their asses whooped. And then you got to ride it. home with them behind that shit. <laughs> you know, be in the car with them and all that get bullshit. Better. Yeah, get better or pick it. a you different know, sport because that's 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 the reality situation. You either learn how to do it better mm-hmm. or you say, you know what, this, this is clearly not for me. But this, that mercy and pity to crap, I, I hate it. I hate it. And, and so how do you enforce it? Well, they'll find the coaches or kick the coaches out of the, the league. That's how that's how you enforce it. And it's just it's just... Right. Yeah, no. I mean, like I said, I mean, if 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 if, if you know, schedule's a schedule. You play who's on the schedule, and sometimes right. you eat the bear, sometimes the bear eats you. You just gotta live with it, you know, uh, rightly or wrongly. That's 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 the deal. Uh, there's a story that that came across uh, the wire um, that uh, I think uh, you brought it to our attention, Derek, and it's and it is it's a disturbing story, and I'll let you take the lead on this about a young woman that. Uh, went on vacation in Mexico and we all have uh, children of a certain age old enough to certainly travel, Mm -hmm. you know, wherever they want to by themselves, but they can afford it. Uh, They can certainly do it. But uh, this is disturbing. I'll let you go ahead, Derek. I'll let you fill the audience and I'll jump back. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, Last month, a young lady by the name of Sanquella Robinson uh, with five of her friends traveled to Mexico from uh, North Carolina. Uh, Shanquella was a graduate of Winston-Salem State HBCU. Uh, HBCU. So uh, they get over there the first day. Something goes wrong like day two. And a video surfaces where this young lady is being beaten by a party member of the group. Uh, merciless. The girl couldn't defend herself. She was naked. You see her like sitting, you know, like she's like on the the carpeted in the room, you know, sitting down. And hold on, this is a luxury uh, Airbnb. You know, they were real clear with this. And she's just taking this beating. And the next thing you know, you see somebody else come into the the video when the video was first out there because they're not showing it now. And she gets another hit and uh, the girl winds up passing away. Well, somebody out of the five uh, that were, you know, was filming the incident. When the lady passes out, they make a decision that we're going to cut our vacation short and we're going to head back to the States, which is what they did. And they left their friend in the uh, Airbnb. Uh, They called downstairs and the story that they used was she uh, had alcohol poisoning and she's not waking up. They get to go back to the States and her parents, you know, get the news that the daughter passed away. And initially it was like alcohol, you know, alcohol poisoning. Um, they do the autopsy and the girl had spinal damage and a broken neck. Yeah, now it gets fractured skull as well, too. Fractured skull, too. Yeah, yeah. So you. The story gets, it changes now because now this is a criminal case. This is a homicide. The FBI gets involved. What is their conviction rate? 99.9 or 99.8? Something crazy like that. They don't take no cases that they can't win. Um, Earlier this, well, late last week, um, Mexico has issued an arrest warrant for, they haven't said for which, who in the party, 
But if for one of the party, one of the persons in the party, and they saying that they were an aggressor, that's the word that they use it. It was a direct, uh, they were direct aggressor to what has happened. I ain't never been and don't want to go and don't have any plans on going to prison or jail in Mexico because I'm not going over there ever again in my life. Went there one time and it was nice, but I'm not going back. But that's not the place you want to get locked up at. I believe the person who they did bag and if the United States agrees to have this person extradited, because from what they were saying is they want to make sure that Mexico has a strong enough case and they want Mexico to release like you know, their findings and their files. And then they'll say, okay, we're going to send this person to you. You do what you got to do. If United States of America agrees to extradite this person, you know that person is telling on the other five, right? The other four. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. It's humanly impossible that they're going to do that time because the time that they're talking about is anywhere between 20 and 50 years. Um, my deal was, and I let Keith and Mark talk about the other part, is how do you go on vacation with your friends? And as you guys know, I do the CIAA every every year prior to the pandemic. Well, up until the pandemic, good thing we didn't get sick. And I don't, we've never gotten to a disagreement, even though we were older. Then I went back even further when my friends and I, we would travel down to Maryland and play basketball. And I don't remember ever anybody getting into some sort of disagreement where they had to be separated from somebody else. And my deal was why didn't somebody within the group, within their power, separate them? And if you could, why not just call the police? That's where I kind of got stuck at. And then you, uh, Keith and Marcus speak about, you know, the other part that you, <laughs> that we always say like, why the hell would they do something like that? Yeah. But you know, rest in peace, Miss Robinson. And I hope those folks get everything that they deserve because what happened to you that we saw in that video is unacceptable. Yes. You know, as Dirk was saying, how could you sit up there and videotape this incident as this girl is being beaten like she was and felt it was all right and not even intervene or let, you know, let's break them up apart. Right. But you just sit there with a phone in your hand mm-hmm. and just videotape. You're just as guilty as the person that mm-hmm. threw the last blow because you could have prevented it and stopped it. And even as Dirk said, you could have called the police mm-hmm. and you talked to other three people in the room. I guess they didn't have their camera in the hand. They didn't felt it wasn't necessary to say, we got to stop this. Mm-hmm. And you just continually just, I mean, just just feeling like, you know, that's with anything that goes on in this world now. Instead of people coming to the rescue or calling the police on the phone, their first thing they do is take out the phone, let's videotape it, then we'll post it, and maybe we'll call the police. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy mind thinking when you could have intervened and, and ended it and maybe that person could have lived. Now this young lady is gone. Uh, I assume if, as when mommy used to tell us, if one goes, everybody goes. That's right. So that means the other four people that were in that room that didn't do anything, they're just as guilty. Yeah, they they're, they're guilty of of of, of uh, negligent. I mean, uh, the, uh, the, what is it? Depraved indifference. I mean, they they were totally indifferent yeah. to someone who was who was being a. a violently assaulted you know I, I, you make the you make a great point i think we talked about this on the podcast before there was an incident on a philadelphia subway where a woman was sexually oh, yeah. assaulted 
And we know about it because somebody videotaped it. Right. You're sitting on a train car close enough to see what's going on. And you think that's something you should be videotaping. Not exactly. what are you doing? Hey, man, I'm calling the cops. What you are you doing? None of that right. action. I'm videotaping it. For what? For likes? For views? Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, the, the fact that the people, someone standing in a room with you, holding a camera while you're doing this and you still feel comfortable enough to deliver those blows. And, and I didn't see the video and I'm glad I didn't see the video, but uh, based on the description, yeah, the woman was, was naked. uh, So we don't know what happened prior to, we don't know how she got into that state. We don't know what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. Was there a sexual assault? And we don't know all of these Mm -hmm. things, you know, have to have to be played out. and, and And I think you're, 100% 100% right, uh, uh, both you, Keith, and, and Derek. Um, one goes, they all go, because if you go, if you've been extradited to Mexico and mm-hmm. you look at a time at a Mexican jail, and think mm-hmm. about what, what you just said, Derek, 25 to 50. That means if you committed that yeah. crime at five years old, you're not getting out till you're 55. Exactly. That's a long right. time. You now, committed that crime you well, you're not getting out till you're 60? No. Mm-hmm. Right. How old was the young young lady, Dirk? She was twenty five mm-hmm. years old. So twenty five. If you listen to the if you listen to the video, you hear somebody saying, "Oh, she's not even trying to fight back. She's not." No. Even, you hear somebody like commentating. I'm like, "Huh? Real? Are you really doing this?" No, I just it's... don't know when it got to the point where that's like less than human. Where you just okay with this? And this is the key. Y'all know her, man. You know, she's, you know, she's a part of the group. I just couldn't, I, 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 I just, it's gotta be something more and off the air. I think Mark mentioned that that might've been the plan getting her over there to do that yeah, to her. That seems like it. Which, is, and that's honestly, that's the only thing that's logical. And they didn't think they would get caught because it's in Mexico. But I'm like, if, if it's that bad, don't mess with the person and you, you know, just don't have any dealings with her any longer. You know, yeah, why yeah. you got to kill her? You know, I, I, I just I, remember when you stab somebody and when you beat somebody up like that, that's up close and personal. That's not like a gunshot. You really getting up on them when you're hearing the breaths and the breathing, you sweating, the grunts, the uh, uh, uh. When you're doing all that, that's real personal and you have a coldness in your heart, which I can't describe. Yeah, it's it's that that videotaping, um, cheering on factor, or even just that passivity. That's a, that's the premise of the movie, uh, The Accused, the Jodie Foster movie, where right, um, they, yeah. they, they actually got the guy. They went after the person who raped her. I think he got off in the movie, but they they went after the people who cheered it on and and did nothing. And that's that's the situation we're gonna have here. I think um, the person who did the beating. The initial beating, we're not sure if that's the same person that killed her. Right. So that person may get, you know, that's an assault. But the other people are going to be an accessory to a, uh, I, I'm not a lawyer, accessory to a crime or to a murder or whatever, because they're the ones who sat there and watched and did nothing. And I thought when you hear the story, it seems like let's get her in Mexico because, you know, things go down in Mexico that some people don't care about and we'll take this girl out. But the logical aspect is, yeah, if she's that much of a whatever, the simple thing is just, you know, why, why go through all that just to do that? I'm not saying just right. to do that is like something like, you know, you snub her from a prom. You, you go through a whole big deal 
just think to get about rid of you somebody. You, you make, crazy. You're making such a great point. Think, you you got to call the airlines. You got to make reservations. You got to yeah. coordinate the reservations. Then you got to find out when the Airbnb is 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 available. available. And you got to mm-hmm. take time off from your job to make sure that it coincides with that week. Crazy. The Airbnb mm-hmm. is available. You got to get transfers from the from the hotel to the airport. It's insane. That that mm-hmm. level of 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 depravity is is truly insane. Exactly. And I'm sorry. Right. I, exactly. They they do not this. I hope they go. I hope they all do jail time in Mexico. Because Agreed. as I as I as I premise as I preface this 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 segment with, you know, we all have uh, um, sons and daughters of that age group of that traveling uh, young twenty something age group, and the idea to me, the idea that, that, that something could happen like that to to anybody's child. Mm-hmm. You know, and those and think about the horror that those parents are going through. You know, where they trust the child to go to to you know on vacation, right. and you know, you're kind of semi excited, you're semi concerned. I mean, shoot, you know, my son is is six two, and 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 studies martial arts, and and he's pretty decent. And I still worry about him. You know, when he's out late at night, I'm checking my watch and waiting to hear that 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 sound of the door open. You know, and I'm sure that that I'm not alone with that. I'm sure all of y'all nope. are the same way with your own. Um, you know, and they that's all, baby, you know, that's why my baby got to move but, the hell out, man. I'm tired of waiting up for her for this bullshit, man. <laughs> I, my ner- my nerves, hey, hey, my nerves is a goddamn wreck, <laughs> man. I'm like, yo, man, you can't. It's like they. I just always, when she does get here, it's like a sigh of relief and it shouldn't be there. But I guess our parents felt the same way about us. But I'm on yeah, pins no, and needles. I get it now. I'm on pins and needles. Exactly. I understand. Because my mother, you can't get it here, bro. And you just like, brush, come on, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm at Bitly. You need to chill with all that. Ma. I ain't going nowhere until it's over. But I'm not realizing that there's a time period where she's just up because I'm up. And I'm up, the TV is on, ain't nothing like, you know, hearing them keys jiggling. I'm like, oh, thank you, God, she made it, man. Oh, man, it seemed like it took forever. But this is the life that we live. And one thing I thought about while you guys was talking, you guys are familiar with the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, correct? (laughs) Now, remember when when Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy is fighting the big guy? Somebody says, okay, the man has taken enough of a beating, pick him up and carry him on in. Why couldn't somebody say, okay, that's it. You got what you need to get. This is over. Unless, like Mark is saying, and it's starting to make sense, that this was planned all along. Yeah, that's the only way, because otherwise, we've we've been in groups of guys, like, you know, certain guys don't get along and there's, there's a beef. Maybe there's a shove, and then somebody steps up and be like, "Okay, fail. Right. Okay, okay, let's end it." Or even you've seen guys like you know, like you said, who who've had fights, not 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 friends, just you know, enemies. But once the person is that, because if you see the video, and, and I'm glad Anthony didn't watch it, I just just want to yeah. do like I, you know, you see the video. She's sitting on the floor at one point doing nothing. I mean, she's just oh, she's a, she's a punch uh, a punching bag. Exactly. At that point. There's no more fight, so everybody usually steps in and lists. Okay, fine. You know what? Enough, enough. You know, okay, fine. They're not, they're not still like getting up and 
pulling uh, um, Steve Rogers. I could do this all night. No, they're they are done. They are mm-hmm. probably out on their feet, or you know. So, I, it's a long way to go just to say you don't like somebody. It's just in the, yes. in in the part that my brother says the depravity, or we all said the coldness in their hearts. Yeah, that's that's probably the scariest part because that's somebody who allegedly they were friends with at some point or allegedly cool with. That's mm-hmm. how they treated an alleged friend or somebody who they were boys slash girls with. My goodness, what would they do to somebody who they just didn't give a f about? You know what what kind of what kind of person are you that that's your level of civility? I mean, what do you? I mean, I don't know what you do for a living, but whatever you do, I hope you can do it behind bars because that's where you belong. Think of this, yeah. Mark. Now they're all embarking on the way back home. They're in the airport. Mm-hmm. They're on the flight, mm-hmm. and what everybody's hush mouth, mm-hmm. like we don't know what happened to her. Mm-hmm. You know, no, everybody's quiet now. Mm-hmm. Now you get back to the states, y'all figure it's over. Now the game has changed because now they're coming for you. Mm-hmm. So someone's going to talk real quick and fast because oh, yeah. somebody's going to want to break. They want mm-hmm. they want to they want a deal here. That's right. You know, as Dirk said, if they take you back to Mexico, Ooh. oh, it's a different game changer there. Mm-hmm. You have yeah, no help. They, 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 you made a great point, Keith. Somebody they they got they went back to the airport. They got mm-hmm. on the plane, mm-hmm. put their chairs in the upright position. <laughs> you know, got the free Coca Cola, the bag of mm-hmm. chips, and flew back home. Mm-hmm. Flew back home, knowing they left that girl dead in a hotel room. Exactly. Went, mm-hmm. went back to their lives, and one idiot decides. He want to get some world star fame or whatever the hell he wherever he posted this video. He decided he needed to post it for likes and views. Mm-hmm. No, I not understanding that. that you don't think it was that. I, no, I, I think it's even a worse. Remember, this, these are not brains that are working at the highest level. This is somebody soft snitching. He's thinking, well, I'll put this out there to kind of let them know what happened. I mean, he's he's the the punk of the group, right. and I'm saying I don't want anybody saying I don't want anybody you know trying to apply. He's he's the coward of the group. He's soft snitching, saying, "I'll do this to say, yeah, I really was a part of it, but this is what happened to those people to get the ball rolling." Because otherwise, you keep it completely quiet. He's not like you know thinking like you know world star. He's thinking we're gonna get in trouble, but I'm not gonna get in trouble because look, look, police officer, I I, I posted it. If I didn't want anybody to know, I wouldn't have posted that kind of deal. No, no, you you're the worst because yes. you knew that you had the very the very least. Something ticked and you say, this is not right. But you didn't have the courage to say at the moment in time because either you'd be next or you don't want them to not, quote unquote, like you. Right. The other people probably just kept it, kept it, kept it quiet. They're the real cold-blooded kids, but you're the worst one because you knew something wasn't right. Obviously, it was not, it's not like a major, brain, uh, uh, a major brain going on here. But you soft snitch by posting it, knowing that activity would come. And therefore, when it comes, the heat really comes. You can say to your lawyer or to whomever, I didn't do this. And if I didn't, if obviously I do something wrong, that's why I posted the video. Because it wasn't like, you know, hey, let's look at me. It wasn't a, you know, it was sort of like, let me get out in front of this now because we really, we're really in trouble. Well, maybe, maybe, and, and, and I hate to even use the word soft snitching. I mean, he is a, he is a little bitch or she's a little bitch, whoever did it. <laughs> Uh, whoever, yeah, yeah. whoever filmed he, the yeah, video, I don't know what, because, yeah, I don't know what the thing yeah, was. yeah whoever whoever did it is a little bitch. Uh, you know, this is this is gender neutral, little bitch. Um, so it, it, it really, yeah, I mean, because the the truth of it is, 
you know, that person had the opportunity. Let's say, let's say, for instance, to Derek's point, you don't want to call the Mexican police, right? You're worried. You don't yeah. want to call the Mexican police, but you land in America, wherever you land back, wherever you, if, you, if, they, if they, I don't know where they took off from, but wherever you land in the, in the States, as soon as you get through customs and you got your phone, you call, you say, hey, listen, uh, this happened, this happened. And I don't want to be, I don't want no, and you tell people, I don't want no part of it. I didn't do it. I saw it. I got the video to prove it. Uh, they need to go to whatever. Because you, like, as you said, you're going to snitch. I mean, I hate to use the word snitching because snitching implies something that you shouldn't do. But this, yeah, this yeah, is just, you know, exactly. coming clean. You come clean and you let people know right away if you, if that was your intention. But to but to be soft like that, to as you suggest, Mark, to put it out there like on low, say, well, oh look, you know, like you said, trying to trying to who me this, um, what me that kind of bullshit. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> with it. And, and, and Derek, you make a great point too, just like in the movie Life. Um, and and we've all been there. I mean, I've certainly been. Um, in the middle of I've been circle. in the fight with somebody. Said, all right, let's break them up. And I've been the person that says, all right, we got to break this up. You know, I'm just, you know, right. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not letting you fight no more. I had a friend who, you know, some some nonsense over some girl when I was in Virginia, and he can't fight a lick, and he's out there, and the, and the other dude is trying to whoop his ass, and I'm like, yo, you don't need to do this, man. You know, I mean, this this right. is what he wants to do. You don't have to do it. Uh, and he's like, nah, I'm a man. You know, that alcohol had had him had him thinking different <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm a man. You know, I ain't gonna let no. That's what get that ass whipped. That absolute go get your ass whipped. Go ahead on, let it let it take care of you. And then uh, when it's all said and done, I'll stop it before it gets too heavy. And that's what I did. Right. I mean, you know, he went out there and got his ass whipped like I knew it was gonna happen. And before it got out of control, you step in the middle. You know. Right. Uh, like, like what do was Larry yeah. Hazard, the referee, <laughs> you step in the yeah. middle, <laughs> wave everybody off, you know, and this, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, listen, uh, folks, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, um, you, you don't know what you're missing. You really don't know what you're missing. This is our post-holiday show. We didn't do the holiday show, but, uh, you know, that doesn't matter. That means you have a whole bunch. You have 212 other episodes you can listen to, even when we're not here. So catch up if you're just joining us. And if you are a long-time listener, uh, thank you for supporting us and continue to support us. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast. I mean, literally, anywhere you get your podcast, wherever you go, just type in Powell to the People. And if you're not sure, if you're not, you can't type, uh, ask Alexa to play the latest episode of Powell to the People. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Powell to the People on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter for the time being, as long as we're still there. Uh, with Elon Musk, goofy ass, uh, Powell to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, <laughs> the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. Uh, you can find us all on Instagram, and you can find us back here wherever you're listening right now. Next week, we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.